Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to you today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church here in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today, and what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. I'm looking forward today as we study again in Romans 8, and we look forward to a day coming when, thank God, we'll get the redemption of the body. And we'll talk about that just a little bit today. I hope you're having a great day today. I hope that you've been serving the Lord today, and I hope that uh, you're doing something to advance the cause of Christ. You know, I believe time is short. I know time is short as far as the brevity of life. But I believe time is short on the calendar of God. I believe it won't be long now. We might not even see death. We might not ever experience it. I believe it won't be long now before the Lord comes. We'll see Jesus. Thank God he'll come in the sky and the clouds will roll back and the uh, the, uh, the dead in Christ will rise. You and I who are saved will be caught up together with him in the clouds. And we're going to talk about that a little bit today. But time is short. Jesus is coming. We're going to get to go with him. But until then, we're supposed to occupy. We're supposed to be busy. We're supposed to do something. For this generation, they get the gospel to that lost and dying world, and they're all around this. I tell you, you can't go far without finding someone who needs the Lord. You just walk outside your house, maybe just look across the breakfast table, but you'll find somebody every day that needs the Lord. And I want to challenge you, be a soul winner in these last days. Uh, we play a song here on the radio that all across the country, the country needs the cross. Nothing truer has ever been said, and it's always been the case. It's not just today that they need the cross. They've always needed Jesus and Calvary and the gospel, but it's such a heightened reality in our day because of the information that we get. We have constant information from the world. Our phone delivers it to us. We don't have just a little bit of evening news, but a 24-hour nonstop perpetual, I wish it wasn't so, but it is, news cycle. And because of that, we're always in tune, we're always made aware, we're always up to date on just how bad it is in our world, how corrupt, how sinful, how depraved, how debauched, I mean, just nasty stuff in our society. And it's just depressing and discouraging if you let it be. But really what it is, it's a call to action for the Christian. We're aware how nasty and wicked our society is. And so here's the thing, all across the country, the country needs the cross. It's not a luxury, but a necessity that they get the gospel. It's not just, well, if they don't, they'll be okay. No, they'll go to hell without the Lord. And so we've got to get out there and preach it to every creature. And I hope you've done something today to advance the cause of Christ. We're studying in Romans. Romans is such an important book to the believer. It's a book of systematic theology for the New Testament. It's the foundation book of much of our church age doctrine. We find in it the theme of righteousness and faith. We find out what salvation is is. We see the contrasting of law and grace. We learn of sin among the Gentiles and sin among the Jew. Religious and reprobate alike have all come short of the glory of God and must be born again. And our righteousness won't cut it. We've got to get righteousness from somewhere. We learn what it is, where it's from, and how to obtain it. All of that is found in the book of Romans. Now, if you've missed any of these Bible studies, you need to go get the podcast. Wherever it is you find your podcast, you'll get us there as well. Just type in striving for revival hit subscribe and that opens the door gives you access to all of the 
archived or past studies that we have done, and that way you don't miss anything. And many of you I know study your Bible with me and use this as your daily Bible time. And so if you happen to miss one because of scheduling or something, you can download the podcast, and that way you never have to miss a thing. You can listen any time of the day and over and over again if you want to. Paul has been writing about our coming glorification. I'm glad as a Christian that this is not the best I have to look forward to, and this is not all I have to look forward to. In fact, this is as bad as it's ever going to be, and I'm enjoying it now. But on the way, hey, listen, we're going to go to a place, a land that is fairer than day. By faith, we can see it afar. Beulah land, I'm longing for you, the songwriter wrote, and we have all of that to look forward to. You look at your body now, and you see wrinkles. You might see uh, uh, spots. You might have bruising. There's scars, and there's cuts. There's aches, and there's pains. You think with your mind, but it's limited. You speak with your tongue, but the vocabulary might not come. I tell you, all of these limitations and all of these disastrous effects of sin, we're going to say goodbye to one of these days. We're going to get a new body. We're going to have a new body fashioned like unto his body, made new, thank God, quickened, brought out of the grave, a body. So we're going to talk about that redemption of the body. Now, I've been redeemed by love, divine glory, glory, Christ is mine, but there is another aspect to my redemption. Now, we're going to talk about that today. In verse number 22, for we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. So not only does the Christian groan and wait for glorification, but creation does as well. Now, there's a difference here creation, when will it be redeemed? It will not be redeemed at the same time as the Christian. The Christian will find out redemption comes to us via rapture, the Lord when he comes for the church. But the creation, all of creation, when will it be redeemed? Not until, not until there's a new heaven and a new earth later on down the path of eschatology and prophecy. All right, verse 23, and not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit. What's the first fruits of the Spirit? We're talking about redemption. Redemption will be the first fruits, the Christians. We get to go out in the rapture. Even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit, the redemption of our body. So Paul is drawing an illustration here to make an application for those who would read his letter. Now, the greater context is we are the sons of God, right? We have received the spirit of adoption. We can cry out to the Father. Now he's our Abba, our Daddy, our Papa. We have an intimate relationship with that eternal God, right? And But though we are God's children and been placed as a son in his family, we have not been yet given our glorified body. We are going to get a redeemed body. We have been redeemed in that sense, but our body is still fleshly, carnal, wicked, and it is corrupt. But one of these days, we'll trade out this body for a glorified one. That's why the writer said it in Sweet Hour of Prayer, this robe of flesh. I'll drop and rise. The corruptible will put on incorruption. The mortal shall put on immortality. Then shall be brought the saying that is past. Death is swallowed up in victory. So we're waiting on that moment. So Paul is encouraging these Christians in the church at Rome. They're being persecuted. They're being pressured. They're in. Uh, they're 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 fearful because of the circumstances of life. He said, "Hey, look forward to it. There's another day coming. You might be martyred and burned and thrown." 
in the arena. But thank God, there'll be a new body. There'll be a new life. There'll be a day when the Lord calls you up out of that grave, and you'll experience the joy of glorification via that resurrection morning. So he begins to talk, and not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves, waiting for the adoption to it, the redemption of the body. So he's talking about this day when that uh, body comes up out of the grave, but it won't be the one we put down in it. It's going to be a body made like unto the Lord Jesus Christ. All right, so we can look up some Bible verses today. We can go to, let's see, Titus. We'll go there to the T books of your Bible, Timothy and Titus. Thessalonians are all together, but let's go to Titus today, and we'll see Titus chapter 2 and verse number 13, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. We're looking forward to that day. Now, there's another section of Scripture, probably the most well-known pertaining to this particular topic, and that's 1 Corinthians, and I quoted it a little bit ago, but we'll read some more. 1 Corinthians chapter number 15, and let's see what our Bible says uh, here. It talks about, we'll come down in verse number 41, there is one glory of the sun and another glory of the moon and another glory of the stars, for one star differeth from another in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a supernatural body. There's a natural body. That's what we live in now, friend. There's a natural body, and there's a spiritual body body. And so it is written, the first man, Adam, was made a living soul, and the last Adam, Jesus Christ, the, uh, was made a quickening spirit. Howbeit, that was not first, which is spiritual, but that which is natural. That's life. We're not living in the spiritual body yet. We're living in the natural body. And afterward, that which is spiritual. We have a new man coming, a new body coming, if you will. The first man is of the earth, earthy. The second man is the Lord from heaven. All right? And it goes on to those great verses. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment. In the twinkling of an eye at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. I'll have a new body. I'll have a new life. That's the redemption we're waiting for, the redemption of the body. One of these days, the graves will open, and those that we've placed in that ground will bloom forth with a new body glorified to be with the Lord. And so shall we ever be with him there. Until next time, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, assistant pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.